up everything. If you came here for reasoned, emotionless takes, get out! We ain't got any. But if you want nonsensical ranting, you're in the right place. So let's get started and let's go, I don't know, somebody, I guess. You can't touch this. You can't touch this. You can't touch this. Chris. Man, that's special. Here's Horvath. Great move! Great goal! Oh, He's got a run across and a nice defensive player play there by Tanev. And away goes Horvat again. What a move by Horvat. Scores. Oh, Horvat did that. And the Canucks have the lead. Fresh new kicks and bands. You got it like that. Now you know you want to dance. So move. Petrangelo knocked down, or excuse me, Tarasenko knocked down behind the net. And Quinn Hughes ahead. Here's a break. It's Bo Horvat. Feeble to stick. Scores. Game winner for the captain. And the series lead is 2-0. Standing there, man. You can't touch this. Yo, sound the bell. School is in, sucker. You can't touch this. Give me a song. A rhythm making them sweat. That's what I'm giving them now. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome to uh, the Two Guys One Cup podcast. It is Friday, August 14th. And as we warned you, don't come here looking for logic. This podcast will be no fun. Oh, it may be fun, but it will be the no violence. fun. Turn <laughs> turn it off now. Okay, all right, no fun. So welcome <laughs> back to the Two Guys One Cup podcast. We are coming to you from our flat and lank studio. Our plush and, studios. There's a ooh, new yes. new chairs, a new so, table. Oh, well, you have. Can you hear that? No, you can't. Maybe you can. <laughs> they probably yeah, can. Yeah, they right. can. <laughs> then we've ruined their audio experience. <laughs> Like I said, turn the podcast off. <laughs> we'll get better, we promise. Uh, but yes, we are new chairs, new table, same microphones for now. Same old blues team, but not, because last year they won the Stanley Cup, so I don't know who it is. I'll say two guys, one cup, forever. Yeah, not changing that anytime soon. Uh, I woke up. At 4.45 Central Central Time in Cranberry Township, Pennsylvania this morning, I took a co-worker to the airport, and then I drove, because I'm an idiot, all the way home, nine-hour drive, to make sure I got home in time to see this disaster. (laughs) So, if you want me to be reasonable at 9.48, a full 17 hours after I woke up, 17 hours and 18 minutes but who's counting be precise i ain't got it for you isn't it weird that i time traveled today though isn't that crazy anyway so (laughs) i think i'm gonna have 25 hours in today but i only had 23 hours sunday are you younger then i guess i i don't know you look older after that game i look haggard yeah no kidding uh but here we are i've returned Ian has returned to the studio. It's, you know, there's there's joy, just not about the blues. Not much. Um. <laughs> not much joy. Uh. Do we just start? Do we just go into it? Do we just go into game number one? 
Yeah, let's do it. There's been two games that have been played since we last talked. There was even a Dallas game that was played and the Blues looked bad in, but we'll just skip right over that mm-hmm. one because it didn't matter as we were told. You're going to have to do a lot of uh, handhold. Well, no, I did see this game. What game did I miss? What game did I drive through? Probably the Dallas game. The Dallas game. The Dallas game. Like I said, meaningless. Yeah, we're not even talking about it. Much like game one of this series, meaningless, Steven. (laughs) And game two of this series, this doesn't mean anything. This doesn't mean anything, Steven. Being down 2-0 in a series means nothing. No. Nothing to this team. Nothing to the 2019 Blues that have won the cup already. Nothing to that team. Except it's not the same team. It's a different team. It's a different times. COVID's here. Things didn't happen for four and a half months. Stop feeding me. This is the same team. I have so many thoughts. Not the, least, angry. not the least of which is that that team never went down two games <laughs> in a series. People are like, remember, this team's been down. I'm like, never down 2 0? Uh, Alright, alright. We got we gotta do some logic. We gotta do some. We have to get through and then we can the, the speaking go parts. Off. Uh the boys have, have been through a lot in the bubble. Uh, Ivan Barbashev returned home with his wife. Uh, well, she was home the whole time, but returned home to his wife uh, to welcome their newborn, Daniel, into the world. See, I like to believe it's Daniel. Daniel. Captain and Daniel. Oh. <laughs> you know, a Captain Daniel joke for, yeah. like, <laughs> for our 50-year-old listeners? Millennial podcast uh, listeners? Oh, boy. Don't ask me to name a song. I can't do it. Mm. I can name Oh, Captain, My Captain, which I don't think they wrote. But mm, More association. <laughs> uh, but... So, you know, congratulations to Barbashev, mm-hmm. but he's ruined this team. We need him back. Uh, Alex Steen and Sammy Blay were both unfit to play. That rhymed for game one, and that left just the bottom of the barrel. Troy Brower and Jacob Delarose into the lineup. The lines starting this game were your traditional Shin Schwartz, Tarasenko, O'Reilly, Samford, Perron, Thomas, Bozak, Sunquist, and then your... What would you call this? A Jenga line? I don't know. Yeah, yeah I guess like the potpourri line. If it's the Jenga line, it's the part where you pull the brick out and <laughs> oh, all yeah, falls yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sure. The De La Rose McEachern Brower line. One of those people I feel mildly confident should be allowed to play in an NHL postseason mm-hmm. game. And is that Mackenzie McEachern? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, and not not like I'm overjoyed that he is. Just he that, did, right? He played yeah. in some last year, right? I'm not stupid. He drew No, he didn't. he didn't. He didn't draw into any of them? No. Nope. nope. Once we wow. got to the playoffs, it was all that Steen, <laughs> they Barbashev, that down. Sunquist fourth line. That makes sense. We need them back. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> continue. <laughs> we sure do. Uh, the defensive pairings, Gunnarsson, Petrangelo. Don't like that. Mm. He needs a better... I mean, I know that... Things happened to Jay Bomeister, but uh, Scandella Pareko, Dunfock, and Jordan Bennington, who we will discuss in much depth today. Ian, why don't you take us through mm-hmm. this game? My TV in my hotel room in Cranberry Township, Pennsylvania, skipped like the Dickens. <laughs> and also, I gotta tell you, on the East Coast, this game started... Well, not on the coast, but in the Eastern time zone. Mm. This game started at 10.30, and that's stupid. <laughs> and I stayed up for it, because I'm a, I'm a goddamn American patriot. <laughs> but, you know, not... Uh, wasn't enjoying it. 
That's that's what East Coast folks have to deal with all the time. Yeah. Well, Good. no, they that's just what go they to get. bed. Oh, they don't yeah. Care about the Blues and the Canucks. Man, do they not watch any West Coast games no, whatsoever? I guess I don't not. Think so. You just don't have it. That's I guess why that's why these, you record things. I, I finally get why all these baseball fans complain about Mike Trout being an angel for his whole career. You <laughs> should have gone back east, Mike. They've never seen him play. <laughs> Supposedly, he they plays. They think he's real good because the numbers look pretty, but they don't know what he looks like. They <laughs> think me. he's a 40-year-old Serbian woman. <laughs> <laughs> and he's great. She's great. <laughs> They're all great. <laughs> yeah, this game was was fun i it was fun and it was awful all all rolled up into one because it's the first time the blues played as we've gone over a meaningful game and since playing boston apparently you know this is the first last game of the bubble no i just mean oh you know i mean playoff you know if you lose one you're down 1-0 in the series sort of thing uh the blues look good for the first two minutes they seem much more engaged and had a little more jump in their step than they did through most of the playing rounds Falk took an early slashing penalty against Sutter. Canucks get a power play goal immediately from Bo Horvat. You'll be hearing that name over can and over I, and over again. Can I just again. say real quick, I love Bo Horvat. Yeah, he's great. Please don't make me hate you, Bo. <laughs> Remember, he was the comparable for when we drafted Robert, Robert Thomas. Well, get there, Robbie. Get there fast. You gotta go. It should be a mirror match, you yeah. know? And we, he should be scoring breakaway goals as well. That's right. Uh, yeah, this is a great power play goal for Horvat. They have Miller walks a puck along the blue line, passes to Hughes along the left boards. Hughes, find, Hughes finds Horvat in the bumper position in the middle of the Blues box formation for a one-timer. Horvat wires it past Bennington. The Blues have a difficult time sustaining zone time through the whole first half of the period. They did not look good, and it looked very, very dire. It got better, and then it got worse. Uh <laughs> Brower and Roussel mix it up and made me think, hey, there's a reason to have Troy Brower in the lineup, and it also made me realize how much I hate you, Antoine Roussel. You want to know how bad this team has been through two games? I've barely noticed that Troy Brower was out there. Which is good, quite honestly. It's good for Troy Brower. Yeah. It's real bad for the rest yeah. of the team. He just fits right in with all the other mediocrity yeah. that's out there. As the period weared on, uh, the Blues were starting to find their game. They're on the forecheck, had some offensive zone pressure. Roussel slash Sunquist and is off to the box. And the Blues get a power play goal here from David Perron. Who else? The only guy that seems to be able to score on this team currently. Honest to God, if you watch the replay of this, it's the exa- it's Bo Horvat's goal. <laughs> just on the opposite of the ice. Uh, Shen finds Perron in the middle of the box formation from the Canucks. And he just wires it past Markstrom. Good goal. It's can I say something random? It's bizarre to me that set plays exist in hockey. Right? Doesn't it seem like a chaos sport where there should be no rules, but yet they draw up plays and stuff. They draw up plays for power plays, but I remember hearing a long time where they're like, "Oh, there's defensive formations for defending in your zone, but uh-huh. the minute you have the puck, it's kind of like this like what we would like you to do is this, <laughs> and they'll be like, well, I don't like doing that. I'm like, okay, well then, Elias, do whatever you would wish, because apparently you score 50 goals a season, so fuck it. You know, do whatever you think's best God, out there. God, there's a lot of talent on this Canucks team. Right? So we can, we can talk about it a little bit now, and we'll talk about it later too, but... I already knew this Canucks team was pretty good. Like they had, they have names I recognize. There's Hughes and and Horvat and Besser and Pedersen. I was like, yeah, these are pretty good players. And now as I watch them play, Damon and Game Out, I'm like, oh, these are these are great players. <laughs> That's the core of it of a championship team. And mm-hmm. I, you know, I they need a lot of depth still, mm-hmm. especially on defense. 
but like as much as we mocked, and I think rightfully so, the Jay Beagle and Antoine Roussel signing and those types of things, mm-hmm. at least you got dudes down there that aren't a sieve. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have like, I don't know who that, you don't have like the Jesper Fosts of the world. I don't know. I think some Rangers fans like him, but he seems like someone who should mm-hmm. suck. But you know, like. You know the Freddie Gautiers. There you go. Yeah. yeah, that's a good one. Your Vladislav Nemesnikovs, your whoever's. Like, and yeah, that's <laughs> it's fine. They're they're fine players, but like Jay Beagle at least has some grit, some veteran leadership, has won a cup. Like, is he worth four million dollars? No, 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 no. But or maybe three, whatever it is. But he's there. He's something. Hmm. He's better than like whoever they would have instead. So you know they're not they're not going to win the cup this year. They <laughs> look like they're going to win this series, <laughs> but. Uh, their team for sure to watch. I was like, yeah, they have a very good, they have a, like you said, a decent foundation, decent bottom six behind that top six. Does it feel like in general, maybe you will disagree with this, but just like the league has more young stars right now than like, it feels like ever. Yeah. Like you can just go down, go down the te- team one by one and you'll mm-hmm. name somebody. They're definitely the teams that seem to be running this league currently yeah. between the Canucks and the Avalanche and I'm trying to think who's on the over on the east side. The the uh, Carolina Hurricanes. Like uh, Jeff, Jeff Merrick was talking about, which is a topic I suppose we'll get to later. But with the east, the Metropolitan Division mm-hmm. and how many of the like recent first and second overall picks it's had, mm-hmm. and it you know it's loaded with that kind of talent. And guys that even kind of you forget about, like Svechnikov in that case, are like huge potential stars. So mm-hmm. I don't know. It's an exciting time to be a hockey fan. And that's that's pretty positive, Stephen. I'm glad you're putting a positive spin yeah. on this because it it's gets very, worse. Because it's a very not exciting time to be a Blues fan. Yeah. That's the, that's the uh, compare contrast there for the, you. <laughs> the Blues ended the period out shooting the Canucks 12 to 9 and that's great because 12 shots is what they went into the Dallas Stars <laughs> game with in the third period halfway through the third period I believe they had 12 shots so you know what an improvement the Arizona Coyotes finished their first playoff their first real playoff game with mm-hmm. 14 shots better than that well supposedly yeah. so second period starts Tyler Myers takes a holding penalty against Sunquist. Uh, this is Myers' ninth or tenth minor penalty in five games. I believe he leads the league currently in the bubble with most uh, penalty minutes taken, or I guess maybe most minor penalties. And good lord, Tyler, uh, read a rule book. I think he's dyslexic. No offense <laughs> to the dyslexic. I just don't think, or maybe he just doesn't know how to read because he just is doing whatever he wants out there. And you're not going to be missed, Tyler. You're a huge six foot eight gangly man. They're going to see <laughs> when you do something wrong. The Blues have good movement on the power play, but they don't end up scoring. Bozak trips Edler and is off to the box right before Myers' penalty expires. And then Shen, after a couple minutes there, trips Myers three minutes later and goes to the sin bin. This one felt like a bit of a reach. Shen barely touched Myers and he goes down. Uh, Myers might not be able to read, but he sure can swim. It definitely looked like a dive (laughs) to me. Uh, Canucks get a power play goal on that power play, though. Pedersen unassisted. Besser takes the puck from below the goal line and tries to get a jam play. He loses the puck. And then it goes between Petrangelo and Gunnarsson as they both try to whack at it. Instead, they I hit each one. other's sticks. It's fantastic. It's like you could play a little Benny Hill music over it. They go like, wham! Sticks together. Don't touch the puck. Goes right to Pedersen. He just kind of whips it up and over Benny's shoulder. That's a good goal. 
Blues get a goal back, though. Uh, almost uh, just a little minute late, over a minute later from Jaden Schwartz, unassisted. JT Miller wins the faceoff clean into the blue zone, but Schwartz pokes the puck past the defenseman Tanev for a breakaway. Schwartz goes forehand, backhand, forehand, backhand, and puts the rolling puck through Markstrom's legs. It was a very pretty goal. Uh, if it weren't for some prettier Bo Horvat goals later on, this would be the, <laughs> the goal of the series thus far, but it was not to be. Zach McEwen gets called for roughing and it's done. Uh, this was a penalty I was talking to Stephen about earlier. Zach McEwen makes a check that I don't understand how you penalize it as roughing. I guess his hands were kind of high, but he, like that's the, that's as much as I can see. That's as much as I know. Zach McEwen deserves it for all the times that he was the young gun in a hockey card pack I opened and it wasn't Quinn Hughes. That's right. You Screw go to the box you, Zach for that. McEwen. Screw you for being $150 less <laughs> valuable than Quinn Hughes. Now, I go through all these um, penalties that are getting called because there were a bunch of them in this game for both sides. Uh, McEachern sent to the box for tripping Louis Erickson. This also didn't look like much of a trip. And also, Stephen, how do you trip a ghost? <laughs> <laughs> Louis Erickson was on the top six of this team. And how can a team with Louis Erickson Isn't be beating a team with Vladimir Tarasenko? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's... Oh, that's why Bo Horvat's always breaking away one on one. Nobody, because nobody on his line <laughs> no, can keep up him. with him. Who's on that line? Oh, Pearson, Horvat, what and Erickson. Franken wow. Line. What a. G- Fine, I guess Toffoli would be up there fine, otherwise. I hope. I'm pleased for fine love of God. person in Tanner Pearson. Captain and star in Bo Horvat and human poltergeist <laughs> in Louis Erickson and an expensive human oh, poltergeist. Oh, I was going to say, yeah. Like, How much like, is still left on that contract? Let's find out together. Yeah, I. that's one that they'll be super happy when he's gone because that did not work out. It's only two more seasons. Do you know the dollar figure? Like six five. It's just six flat. Okay. That's bad enough. Yeah. He is their most expensive player, while tied with Alex Adler and Tyler Myers. That is quite a trio. That's if I was going to spend eighteen million dollars <laughs> on three players, those would be the three I'd pick. They'd each get one million from yeah. me. That'd be three million across three players. Um. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens when... Didn't they just pay Besser? Or did they not pay Besser? Are they going to have to they soon, have I guess? They have to. Have... Let me see. They give no, them like one year? Did. I thought they did something... I think they did something short. I just had it up and then yeah. I closed it. Let me look. Besser, two years. Three-year deal. Five, eight, seven, five. Okay. So they'll have to pay him So eventually. he got the little line A thing. But like, Hughes isn't going to take that, I don't think. Oh, Pettersons is isn't going to take that. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, that's fine. You pay those players. I They're think, very good. It's just... I think they'll... That's when you're going to have to clear some of that bottom six. I think they'll be all right. Pedersen... When's Pedersen do? Next year, they have Sutter and Pearson coming off. I think they can stretch it. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be tight. It's going to be real tight. Tight? What is Jim Benning going to do? Something. Oh, stupid. Spend, yeah. But we got to get rid of Besser and make room for like, Tyler Toffoli. He's going to Hall this summer and be like, I, I can swing it. I don't know. <laughs> we got it, boys. I gave him nine. I gave him <laughs> nine for seven. We got it. Uh, Blues on second period. 
with a really strong 5-on-5 play, I think they were really starting to find their game. And I thought they could probably pull out a win here. Are they tied? I believe they're tied at this point, 2-2. And we get into the third period, and the wheels fall off. Canucks get a goal, 537 into the third period from Troy Stetcher, assisted by Tanner Pearson and Brock Besser. Ugh, so bad. Tarasenko has the puck along the right boards, makes the most lackadaisical pass known to man. That dude has sucked. Yeah, it's, it has not been good. It has not been good. I I don't know who we, else we would be putting in, I guess it's... Kairu, but it's like, maybe we should have just said, hey man, just take a real long break. Really get that shoulder feeling well. Because I don't think that's is... the problem, it's the fact that he hasn't played in ten months. Is Vladimir Tarasenko? Alexander Simon. <laughs> no. I said no reasonable no, takes. I warned no, people. No, no, no. I warned people. I say that I without really looking at his stats. The same. No. I think they're the same person. Vladimir Tarasenko, I will defend him in the sense that he was off for 10 months, uh-huh. came off of shoulder surgery, and should be all better now at this point. But also, folks, we forget he's streaky. And, that's, and in that in itself could be a bad thing. If that's your argument, cool. But, like, the dude came off of 10 months of not playing hockey, and he's streaky as hell. Some people like to think that he's, like, a clutch player. Mm-hmm. And some, and you know what? Because he's streaky, sometimes he is. And then sometimes he isn't. Like, really? 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 We have to sit with the fact that he's gotten very close to 40 goals. He hit 40 goals once. Maybe he'll get back to that again. But he's not... He's not this light-the-world-on-fire guy. He's always been streaky. I agree with that. You're totally mm-hmm. right. I do think more lately he's seemed like just completely no, okay, black yeah. or white. I was like, let me backpedal a little and say, <laughs> while I'm defending him, right now he's looked real bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, in terms of just, if we were going to take scoring out of it, engagement-wise, real bad. Yeah, well, even beyond that, though, I mean, looking back at last season when he was healthy, it was a real, like, on or off. Mm. It wasn't like... Oh, okay. He's not finding the net right now, but he's involved and engaged mm. and looking okay. Like it was a real. Oh, it's a good Tarasenko period, or oh, it's, it's a not... bad Tarasenko period. Oh, he passes this puck. He's trying to get it to uh, someone up ice, and there's literally two Canucks within four feet of him in front of him. They have closed the gap already as he's like trying to pass the puck. He's like literally gives it to them. It was annoying. Uh, Besser picks off the pass, then gets a puck to Pearson, who finds Stetcher with a pass as Stetcher enters the blue zone at the right point. Stetcher winds up a slap shot from the outside of the right circle, and the shot beats Bennington under the blocker and over the pad. This one was yuck from Bennington. Just yuck. You had it. It's low low danger. I have to assume this is a low danger area. The Despite turnover everything awful. we tweeted and we'll say yeah. later on, Benner has not been good. Mm-hmm. Nobody's been good. Nobody's been good. <laughs> I'll take Jaden Schwartz has been. Jaden Schwartz has stood out. And David Perron's looked all right. Looked okay, and David Perron's looked okay. The rest of them, Ryan O'Reilly. <laughs> Here we go all that way. Look, <laughs> okay. two Carl people have been bad. Robert Bortuzzo, so fine. No. <laughs> uh, a real cool thing though. Um, from this, the Stetcher's celebration was really neat. He kind of screamed up to the sky and sort of like old fist bump. And Stetcher, if people don't know, lost his father earlier this year. Uh, and it was just a cool celebration. And they talked to him about it. And he said, yeah, it was it was for his dad. So that was that was People, neat. don't make me, don't, don't humanize. Don't humanize people. I have, a, I, on this work trip to Pittsburgh, uh, I have a supervisor who 
I actually really, really, really like, but we have like it. But a, you don't want to humanize. Well, yeah, we have a joking, like, hatred relationship with one another. And we went to his house because he's from Pittsburgh. That's why the meeting was there. And his, like, 18-month-old son, younger than two, I think, mm-hmm. was, like, he's very adorable. And he articulates very well for, like, that young and he was just like, for the like five minutes that he was in the room with us the whole night, he was just clinging to to this guy and saying, this is my dad, over and over again. And I was like, please no, I don't want to feel, I don't want to. Well, your dad is wanna... an ass. <laughs> <laughs> and I want you to live with that. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it's nothing but love. But I did yeah. jokingly text uh, the company's bosses that, that, it humanized him and I hated the, I hated the trial. I hated this and I hate the moment. Uh, yeah. Well, then you'll hate this moment, Stephen. Oh, Bo Horvat. Hold on. Bo, Bo, no, no, no. Bo Horvat dances through the blues, dances through Vince Dunn for goal number four. I agree. I agree. <laughs> he did. I just had a point about the Stetcher thing real yeah. quick. Which is, were you you were, were you around for the part of this game where Darren Pang did the Darren Pang thing where he uh, way too awkwardly long clung on a, on a morbid subject oh, no. and spent like, I don't know, audience chime in with how long you think it was, 40 minutes talking about all the Canucks whose fathers had died recently? Oh no. You weren't, that one, that was mm. all you were in the car? Unpleasant. Let me tell you, just... I mean, in reality, it was probably like 45 seconds, right? But, yeah. And it was, I mean, I get they were. he was doing the, well, this team's been through a lot, but it was just like, oh, yeah, Tanner Pearson's dad kicked the bucket, and Zach McEwen oh. lost his dad over Memorial Day. It was like, I mean, I don't know the players, those might yeah. both have been wrong, but it was just like, it was very reminiscent of uh, she survived for a period, <laughs> and I was like, Darren, maybe don't talk about the death so much. I think also he's just such a cheery human being yeah. that, like, when he gets into like more touchy subjects, I'm like, he's, no, he's, that's not for you. He's still kind of goofy. He's kind of giggly through it, you know. But yeah, like, you're like, not actually. Like, he's very professional. He just has an upbeat voice. But he's just, yeah. It's like, oh, Darren, no, 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 no. no. I'm like, <laughs> no, that's no. fine. Well, then, Stephen, this goal would have made you even feel can even we, worse can than we that. Divert? To another subject. No, we got to talk about this goal. Horvat entered the blue zone with Dunn in front of him, skating backwards to defend. Horvat goes inside on Dunn, who tries to poke check. Horvat immediately changes course and goes outside on Dunn without losing any speed whatsoever. Dunn is caught with his pants down, figuratively. And is in the pivot. <laughs> Pivot's too late. Horvat is behind Dunn all alone. He roofs the wrist shot up and over Binner's blocker. Not a great look from Bennington. Even worse from Dunn. Great move by Horvat. Uh, I didn't think made half this fan base want to kill themselves. I didn't think that was that high like skill this... level player. I I thought he was like Ryan O'Reilly light. Yeah, I don't think very... he necessarily is this sort of guy. I think we just yeah, well, bad. yeah, maybe. I mean, but, but yeah, yeah, maybe. yeah. But, but no, he's got the skill. Like, yeah, I didn't think he was like. I don't think Nate he dipsy doodled people. I did hate one tweet. I know. I know. Uh, JR was being facetious, but he was like, I knew Bo Horvat was good. I didn't know he was Connor McDavid, and I really wanted to respond, no, we just made him look like Connor <laughs> McDavid. But maybe that was what he was going for. Uh, <laughs> let me tell you something. Vince Dunn not helping his R- RFA negotiations That's right fine. Now. That's good. No, I'm, just I'm drive all for that, it. Drive, drive, drive that number down, down baby. baby. But, oh boy, has he looked bad. And I'm a... 
I'm a Vince Dunn fan. I'm a Vince Dunn stan, you might even say. I'm all about it. I heard a Chick-fil-A lady praising Vince Dunn the other day. Thought about proposing to her. So, you know, perfectly normal. But um, not good. Not good, Vince. No. Vince, listen. I know you're listening right now, Vince. Pick it up, man. Listen, Vince. (laughs) We believe in you. You're great. You're skilled. Your Corsi 4 numbers typically off the charts. Mm-hmm. You need more ice time, not less, but not at this cost. <laughs> not like that, you don't. <laughs> so, Vince, get a good night's sleep. Eat your vitamins. Stop sucking. And thanks for listening. I'll probably just play more Fortnite. Oh, Vince, this latest season is not worth your time. I don't know what's going on in that game anymore. Mm-hmm. That game lost me because <laughs> I'd pick it up after like a week It'd be a whole new game. And I'm not even talking about when they change the maps. It's just like, oh, suddenly there are hot air balloons now. Mm. And suddenly, if you eat a hot dog, it makes you fly. <laughs> and suddenly, you know, whatever. Yeah, I watched suddenly my cousin play Suddenly the enemies are all piggly wigglies. Over Christmas. And I played it like a year ago for a little bit or a year and a half ago. Oh God, I and loved I was it like, for a while. I don't even know what the fuck's going on. I loved it on. for a while. But now it's like, whoo, can't even watch. Like, have you been to the space planet? I'm like, I don't know. Man. I feel I like I feel like what my parents felt like when the N64 came out. Yeah, it's like they and ask like... you if there's like some sort of monster you're beating in Final Fantasy, like which Pokemon is that? <laughs> like, oh no. Have you seen the brief documentary on Netflix? about Rubik's Cube Masters. No, but I've wanted to. Well, I half-heartedly watched it. would gladly watch it again with you because that was on when the kid was doing the this is my dad thing. And <laughs> let me anything. tell you, you gotta get out of this moment. here's the thing about Rubik's Cube competitions. All of the companies or companies, teams, yeah. have to make their logos into a cube. I don't think by mandate, I just think to be fitting. Yeah. And therefore, all of their logos look like knockoffs of either the N64 or GameCube logo. So that's what I really took away from that documentary, honestly. And also, those kids are better at one thing than I will ever be at anything. But the thing they're good at doesn't matter at all. There's dexterity involved. Oh, I'm sure. And in, in, intelligence. AP, APM. Oh, actions per course. minute. Of course. I mean, it's fantastic, but it can't make them money. It does make them money. It does. Oh, it's disgusting. We've chosen poorly the in the professional career. world. <laughs> I'll tell you. Uh, and they've never had, they've, they've never once had a kid humanize their boss for them because they don't have a boss. Anyway, maybe they humanize the cube. I'm going into the. I'm going into cubing, and I don't think it's too late. Is that what they call it? Uh, yeah, of course. Sounds sexual. Yeah, well, naturally. <laughs> Why are there so? Have you ever seen one of the ones that's like a hundred by a hundred or some giant? I mean, not that big. Now, Stephen, come on. We're all having a good fun. We're all having good fun here, but hundred by hundred. I think we could only put off the rest of this so long. And speaking of getting Rubik's cubed, there was a real puzzle in the third period when. No, it's over. The third period's <laughs> over. I literally turned the game off at the point did that even, JT Miller scored a power play co- Okay, we didn't cover that, though. No, why should it you? It was 12-15 for you. It was one fifteen for me. We were both equally tired. Uh, probably. I don't know. It was a long week. Oh, the 
this team is not good. Here's the thing. You know what I wish? I wish they could just say, it's the bubble and we don't care. Mm -hmm. If they could just come out and say that, I'd be like, you know what? Fine. I mean, not great, but fine. You know, Alex Petrangelo doesn't know if he's a blue or not. Mm. Vince Dunn doesn't know if he's a blue or not. Troy Brower doesn't know if he's a baby boomer. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of. Will he be a blue questions. next year? God, yes, yes, he, he will be. be. He will be hundred <laughs> The Doug Armstrong move, and it'll be like, what? We lost fucking Mackenzie McEachern, but oh, here comes yeah. fucking Troy Brower, baby. <laughs> and Jacob Delarose will get a three-year extension too. <laughs> oh boy, what a trade! What a trade that was. I mean, Robbie Fabry is going through the third year-plus-long way off of his career. This one, oh my nothing God. to do with him. But. He's going to be like, I've been in the NHL for 10 years, and I've played in 80 seasons. games. That is it. Holy shit. Uh, that's like the the Fabry space continuum. He's just in his own loop. I don't mean to joke, but Robbie Fabry would definitely get COVID. Oh, Because the sure. un- just the how unlucky this shock. poor boy is. It's a shock that he has it anyway. <laughs> oh, oh, not able to compete because he's on the red wing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Robbie, I will give to your fucking GoFundMe page. <laughs> will you buy one of his hats? Do you think he designs Red Wings hats? I hope he does. Do you think he designs hats? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't think, I don't think he does not. I think they showed him 25 <laughs> designs. And he shows 23. <laughs> 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 the, Ro- the Robbie Fabry Collection. Brought to you by whoever. Oh, man. Was it just because he was young? He was yeah. like, he's a young, fun guy. Yeah, he's and he's cool. not, and he's he's not, not doing, doing anything. anything. We got, people got to remember. Y'all remember how you loved Robbie Fabry? Here's some hats. <laughs> That you'd be embarrassed to wear to Bonner. <laughs> Congratulations. Do you remember Robbie Fabry? Well, here's some hats. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Holy shit. Too much. Oh, is that a clear indicator of how much we want to talk about this team right now? <laughs> That's 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 basically what they said the one time Connor McDavid scored the hat trick. That lady walked out. Like it's oh the fact that Connor McDavid went out and he was like, I don't like that they're throwing the hat. You know, just start the game. We don't need the hat sort of thing. I was like, oh my god, Connor, let the lady. Don't crucify the lady. You just destroyed this woman's LinkedIn profile <laughs> just by being a spoiler. I loved it. She's doing it one by one. So oh, good. of course. Well, I mean, I mean, how are you supposed to throw multiple hats <laughs> with one hand, huh? You tell me, and you tell me. What are the chances that half of those are Robbie Fabry <laughs> We gotta get rid of these things. Like 90% of them. <laughs> I don't know who suggested it, but I think one of the maybe 31 thoughts was like they should do it like a balloon drop where it's in the cage above. (laughs) It's just one big... That would have been so down for that. (laughs) 
These are the sweet bones. Oh, you ever seen a teddy bear toss? Those are yes. cool to watch. Yes. I want to go to one of those sometime and get plunk- plunked by one. So they do that with like just any, I think just a goal. Like if it's a goal for first, the home the team. The first for goal on the night. So I believe I was watching a thing where they mic'd up AHL refs uh-huh. for some game. It was like, I don't remember this. It was the Charlotte Checkers versus the Rockford Ice Hogs. And they mic'd up the refs and it was a teddy bear toss. And they threw the teddy bears in the first goal, and the goal got turned over. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm like, oh, I would, so funny. I, it's an AHL game. Refs don't overturn it. I know. They're like, dude, that was cool outside. Nah, nah. We're just going <laughs> to let it slide. Charity, bitches. You're fucking, you're fucking Chris Porter, baby. We're letting it slide. <laughs> Chris Porter is an AHL referee. It's not that he's on the <laughs> He's just the other ref. <laughs> He's just the linesman for the checkers right now. And he never designed hats. What a bum. I know you, you Walter Jacobson. <laughs> okay, so you want to talk about this post-game stuff? No, it was okay. bad. I mean, so this kind of is true of the other game, too. Like, Schwartz looked really good. I thought this game, Sanford O'Reilly Perron's line looked really good. They match up against the uh, Besser Patterson Miller line, and they kept them to a very few points at least or no points five on five i'm assuming on this one and so there were some good players we already talked about tarasenko looks completely fucking flat like every time he got past the puck in this game or in today's game uh just it's just a black hole it's just instantly picked off he's got no urgency to it dunn looked bad fuck i thought despite everyone being like fuck sucks Looked okay, but he did make like three boneheaded plays I do remember, so I guess he's not that good I, recently. I weirdly really like Justin Falk, and I think I now know what it means to have a waster, stoner, 25-year-old son living in your house. Because that's what it's like to care for Justin Falk on this team. You're never going to make anything of yourself, but God, keep trying. <laughs> You gotta try, yeah, Justin. That's true. You can't sit on the couch and eat Funyuns. Is that how I feel? I guess it's like... Slew foot the other game all day. He's got, what, six more years? Oh, so many more years. Seven, I seven, think. Seven, because it didn't kick, because this was the final year of the contract yeah. he was on. So seven. And I'm kind of oh, like... Oh, he is here forever. Yeah, folks, unless I get a better read on this, which I might... Seattle's not taking him. Oh, I would It'd be insane. Although they gotta hit the floor. Ron Francis, that's your one hope. Oh yeah, that's baby. That's your golden hope. Maybe Doug Armstrong's playing five D chess, baby. He was oh, doing yeah. it when he had Robbie Fabry design the hats, and he's doing it now. They're not gonna take Joel Edmondson. They're gonna take David Perron. Oh shit! But what if we flip Joel Edmondson <laughs> for fucking Justin Falk? They'll for sure take him. This guy loves Justin Falk. Cause like, what are we? Uh, whatever, we'll get into that later. But, like, if you protect 3D and you have Petrangelo, is Pareko gone already? Because you're not... Because... You're going to trade him. I guess. But I'm just saying, like, who are you what, protecting on D? Let's get to that when we'll we get there. We'll get this there. team yeah. in a few minutes. So, yeah. we have given up. Folks, <laughs> I'm going to be real honest with you right here. We aren't even this into team, the second game. This team <laughs> could win this series. Plenty of teams have lost two games and won a series. You'll know that because many of them have done it against us. Yeah. So it is possible. 
I just, and it's it's not only possible, it's believable. Mm-hmm. Of course these blues would be like, eh, we're six and we're owing six, and we'll just win four in a row. Mm-hmm. Of course they would. So I'm taking my shots while I for sure can. It's not like I'm going to be any less angry if they get swept in this series. And if they don't, great, then it'll all be fodder for you to mock us with on Twitter. But, I eat crow all the time. Oh, every day. I'm going to eat I'm freaking eat crow when Jake Allen has a shutout on Sunday. Of course I am because of course he is. And it's not going to be it's not going to have anything to do <laughs> with him. He'll face 16 shots and they'll all come from the sideboard and people will treat him like he's the reincarnation of Glenn Hall and I will not like it. I I got to be honest. I sort of want them to play him and I sort oh, of want him to have gotta. a remarkable game just so it like it's the one more that they go remember the wild series and remember game three <laughs> oh, against the Canucks yeah. you can't deny me two events you can't deny how well he performs about against teams whose dominant color is green <laughs> it's undeniable oh boy all right well tonight happened Craig Berube put Tyler Bozak on the first line, which didn't reek of desperation at all. Why are you asking? Uh, <laughs> Braden Shin still on the still on the wing there, which he's normally the center for that line too, right? So yeah. a lot of weirdness. Jaden Schwartz goes to the left of O'Reilly uh, and Perron. I like the look of that line. Oh, cool, it yeah. fucks all the other lines, yeah. but I like that yeah. line. Schwartz, sure. O'Reilly, Perron, cool. I even like Thomas Sanford Blay. Yeah, good line. I mean, except that I want Thomas to be on the first line, and I don't get why... I don't get why we don't want that kid playing anymore. Who's... Maybe I just haven't looked it's at the stats. It's time to fire yeah. Craig <laughs> <laughs> Look, low-key, low-key, super low-key. Oh, we'll get he's, there. He's, he's gone. gone. He's gone next year. Oh, sure. Guys, guys, he's guys. We, we stumbled into a cup. Oh, <laughs> Not really, God but you know what I mean. fell all over ourselves to get there. And it's great. No one could ever take Laura Branigan away from you. Ever. But it's not happening again. Craig Berube, to me, feels like Cam Ward, where we're going to be oh, like, I Craig Berube's amazing. Jordan Bennington is Cam Ward, which is also maybe true. <laughs> you know what? I'll be honest. If Jordan, Cam, Jordan Bennington's Cam Ward, great! Is Jordan Bennington, because Cam Ward was like fine for his whole career. He was yeah, fine. that's true. That's and that's true. all I want. That's true. Sorry. Whenever they're like, Cam Ward, I'm like, he was fine! I agree. Steen is back for this one, so Delarose gets the old dirty boot. (laughs) Brower and Sunquist are on that line with him. And, you know, the Blues started started hot. They started real hot. I was like, okay. You know, I was feeling a win coming into this. Against my better judgment, I was like... So was I. Yeah, they probably are done. This is probably... The, the last four wake-up calls haven't done it, but this will probably do it. And they'll throw their dress shirt on, and they'll tie their tie in the elevator, and they'll get to the meeting right before the doors close. But nope, Bo Horvat once again dances around the frickin' Blues defense like he's Scott Hamilton at the 84 Olympics. I don't know what Olympics Scott Hamilton was in. Probably not 84 because those would have been a summer game. 86, Sochi, who knows. He's a very good figure skater, it's my point. And 
Oh my god. Tana poked the puck off a fox stick. Of course. You stop. Put down the Doritos, Justin, <laughs> and turn off your Halo box. Maybe apply and for get a job. To work. I hear McDonald's has eleven twenty five an hour for assistant <laughs> managers. I just saw it today, Justin. I brought you an application. I, I like this. I like this character. I feel like I can root you <laughs> you pulled me in, I can root for fucking twenty five year old lives at home Justin Fox. I love it. Uh, he pokes the stick off Fox. And pokes the puck off Fox stick. Horvat gets it. Whips by Shin. <laughs> doesn't fuck all the challenge. Horvat. It's the worst. Oh, it's the worst part of that goal. Horvat goes inside, outside on Schwartz. Exactly what he did to Don. Yeah, I he's like, I think much. I'll just do this he's again. All alone, and he puts the puck over Bennington's blocker now. Jordan Bennington, not great on this. Not great on this. You know who else wasn't great? The entire Blues team that allowed this to happen. This, by the way, in case I didn't make it clear, was a shorthanded goal, Mm -hmm. which meant that in this game, on our six power play opportunities, seven, eight by the end of the game, we allowed as many goals as we scored. Go us. (laughs) Great work. Uh, not, this, a great, not a great uh, special team listen, showing. Listen, you're going to see this highlight all playoffs. You're probably going to see it in future playoff promo reels on NBC. And I just want to tell you, Bohorda, very good player. He was playing against an ECHL squad for six seconds. And he scored a very nice goal. But, oh my God, Blues. How do you not have more self-respect than that? Mm-hmm. How does that, how is that not the wake-up call? The other wake-up calls don't get you there. How does that not do it? I can bang I on this table I can't tell now. you. I can't tell you why. <sighs> but it didn't. The uh, first period concluded without further incident. Uh, I believe it was before that goal, there were a series of positively preposterous penalty calls. Ooh, the steam hooking call mm-hmm. was... That was later. That was later, but the Schwartz hooking call, which was just a stick lift, a legal stick lift, was quite a. Not allowed to touch sticks. Yeah, no, no, not in public. Touch wood. That's right. Ugh, ugh, you said it. All right, these Canadians, (laughs) these Mountie bastards, instead of saying knock on wood, which is a normal human thing to say, say touch wood? So do they really just touch it? Yeah, is it. Is that it? I mean, Stephen is just touching his wooden bookcase, <laughs> which is probably, probably particle board. Yeah, almost certainly. But you would knock on it to do yeah. an action rather than literally touch a tree or something. <laughs> this feels very flat. Rub, rub wood. Honest. See, well, you can't do that. <laughs> no, That's why you no. touch it or you stroke knock it. <laughs> you got to stroke wood. <laughs> Cole's notes. Also, they're not Quith's notes. And those are the original you've yes. led me to Cole's, believe? Cole's notes preceded Cliff's notes? started in Canada, and then they sold it to an American company that was like Cliff's notes. Oh, man. That upsets me. That really does. <laughs> because that, this has ruined my night. And also, and also poutine. Uh, the Canucks are also from Canada. They probably do pronounce things differently. Uh, although they're... Basil. Big, Oregano. Yeah. Aluminium. Connect. I do appreciate how the biggest stars across Canada are not Canadian. Canucks have a Sweden, two Americans. Mm-hmm. Horvat, I guess, is Canadian. 
um, the flames have an American and mm. another American and Kachuk and Gaudreau. The Oilers have a Canadian, but they also have a German. It balances it out a little bit. <clears throat> and uh, Toronto has an American and two Canadians and a Swede and a Swedish goaltender. Or not a Swedish. He's, this is the one that always tricks me. He's a Danish goaltender, mm-hmm. right? Weird. Ottawa, I mean, they're stupid, but they but got they an do American, American too. Yeah. Montreal doesn't have any French Canadians anymore, so screw them. I mean, Jonathan Drew, I am, but he sucks. Yeah, he's not very good. Anyway, uh, <clears throat> I look forward to the point where we can confidently say that the key, that the Canadians will not win. The Canadians with an A at large, the country will not win this. The Royal Canadians. That's right. <laughs> exactly. Um, Tanner Pearson scored he's canadian <laughs> his third goal of this postseason Patterson passed the puck to pearson love it who has moved into the back of the blues penalty kill formation they forgot about him pearson slams the puck underneath bennington's pads and to the back of the net 13 minutes into the second period the blues are down by two goals and i have completely surrendered hope but <laughs> ryan o'reilly Gets the puck on a Blues power play five minutes later. Dusts the thing off like he's a maid in an old French manner. And uh, dances around the Canucks defense to loft a puck past Markstrom. It was a very nice play. Mm-hmm. Um, did it give you any hope? It gave me it did. a little. It did. I was like, okay, I this whole freaking game. I even thought, in the th- even in the third... Maybe not between three to one and three to two, but between after three to two, I was like, "Yeah, they probably will," and then they'll lose the series. But they'll probably do something here to to piss me off. But they ultimately didn't. Spoiler alert: Elias Pettersson opens the scoring in the third period. Five minutes in, Miller shoots the puck from the right circle. It jumps up into the air off of Bennington, and Pettersson pats the puck into the back of the net. That was easy for me to say, apparently. That goal was scored while we were in the Chick-fil-A drive-thru. Mm-hmm. And it took too long. And it was not my pleasure. Oh, it's all my pleasure. I mean, I got... I, I don't like that. I don't listen, like that they say that. Listen. Thank you, but I don't like it. I'm a man who appreciates a well-run business. And Chick-fil-A, whatever its faults, faults is a well-run business. But the my pleasure thing is kind of cultish. And I've always wondered, can you just get them stuck in like an infinite time loop? Yeah, if you just, you say, just say, the pleasure's you. all mine. Yeah. <laughs> I no. say, the pleasure's all mine. You've taken it from me. No, 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 my pleasure. No, 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 no. The pleasure is all mine. And they're like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Uh, the CEO's going to come down here. He's going to fire me. My programming does not prepare me for this. Oh, yeah. You can just say, thank you. My pleasure. No, thank you. No, my, my pleasure. No, thank, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank they got to start telling you with their you. eyes to leave. Thank you. And you're like, my no, my pleasure. pleasure. <laughs> Thank you. Yep. Try it sometime. You'll love Yikes. it. Yikes. <laughs> Sammy Blay evens the goals at a one goal deficit. Evens <laughs> 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 the goals three to two. Uh, you could knock on Rick your way into that, I believe. I'm sure you could. Uh, well, at some point in here, uh, between, I guess after the first goal, there was a disallowed Canucks goal, mm, which yep. was also on a Tanner Pearson breakaway, maybe? No, it was Miller. 
Miller, JT Miller yeah, broke coming away, out of the coming box. Coming out of the box. And it was very clearly offside. <sighs> but then uh, back to the third period. I just didn't want. I, people, the people expect just exacting accuracy from us. <laughs> Did you know that at the, I don't know, rules meeting, I guess Board of Governors, some shit like that, uh-huh. they decided that they are going to enact that plane rule? I thought. But, but next season? Yes, but it like didn't get I think you know how they've actually managed to implement rules in the middle of seasons yeah. or before playoffs start? I think they were going to do that this year, but because of COVID and shit, they're like, Well, we can't meet about it except we totally can, but we can't. So they just didn't enact that. Because on the radio that, I was like, okay, he's not offside. Yeah, on the radio they said that they're like, if this was if the plane rule was in place, he's not offside. It's just, Skate is off the ice, but it's above the blue Which line. Which is so weird, because in the current format, he's clearly off. Yeah, so now he's off sides. I agree it's so with weird. the plane rule Yeah, more than this, but... I just want you to know that in the future, this would have fucked the Blues. Well, good. They deserved it. Uh, Sammy Blay challenged Roussel on the boards here, and he is forced to pass the puck back to Edler, which, you know... Who doesn't want a better to pass. option, really? <laughs> right. Alex Edler tries to make a pass up ice, but Blake comes off the boards and picks off the pass. He charges towards the net and goes forehand, backhand, and puts the puck up and over the pad of Markstrom for the Blues' second it was a great, tally. Sammy Blake. Great individual effort. Could be a burnout of the league in four years, could be a superstar. Still can't decide. That dude's got some talent. He's got some talent. His bones are all bruised, though. That's true. It well, seems like he's always hurt. Fast. Oh, because he keeps throwing himself at people. He's... He reminds me of uh, what Steve Dangle used to talk about. Uh, what's that guy's name? I, we had him. We traded for him. He was here for a while. Not oh, Svechnikov. Uh, Sashnikov. Yeah. Uh, he reminds me of Sashnikov, where he's like, he just charges him brain first. Yeah. I feel like Blaze's like, I'm going to make a hit, and it's a big hit. I'm like, yeah, and then they're both on the ice. <laughs> and, and I'm like, like, fuck. Oh, that didn't feel so <laughs> I'm like, god damn it. Why does it never feel so good? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so the Blues pressured, you know, pretty much controlled the pace of the game from then on out. Yeah, Eventually good. went up six on five, kept the puck in their own zone, or in the opposing zone. And finally, with 6.4 seconds left, uh, Jaden Schwartz scored a goal, but really J- David Perron did the lion's share of the goal scoring. Petrangelo skated the puck along the blue line and shot the puck high and wide. Perron lowers his stick as the puck approaches and he is able to tip it downward. The puck flutters off of Schwartz's bounce off Schwartz bounces off the ice and past Markstrom. This goal was reviewed for a little length of time to see if Perron's stick was too high and when it made contact with the puck, and it was not good goal. Not a great goal, just an just acceptable good. goal, a legal goal. And did you believe at that point that the Blues would win? Because this was the first time when I was like, definitely. Not. Yeah. Oh, I was like, yeah, for sure. I was like, yeah, they can do it because they have the momentum. Oh, sure, yeah. But then I, felt I f- like they could, but they wouldn't. I felt like that for when they dropped the puck with six seconds left. I was like, we're gonna win. Then the horn went, and I was like, oh, that's right. This is not overtime. That has just started. This was the last six seconds. Uh-huh. They will now take seventeen minutes to go sit in the locker room. And then I felt like we would lose because I was like, oh no, we have all this momentum and goodbye. It's all gone. I'm like, shit. We wouldn't do it though before missing a completely yawning cage two or three different times. Whereupon, Ian, I don't mean to make light of mothers losing their children. Oh my God. But 
backpedal. We can do it. 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 I have always heard in these crime shows that there are. Uh... <laughs> keep speaking. We got to get through it now. When you're going through hell, just keep going. When people find out about the death of a loved one, they make a moan or wail that is very memorable. And I just have to say that that noise is only what I can assume escaped your body when Jacob Markstrom seemingly got over and made that same. (laughs) That same noise wants to come out of my mouth right now! (laughs) (laughs) Completely comparable. They're the same thing. Uh... So yeah, you make you made a noise. Basically, that's what that whole story was about. Would you like to recapture it for us, right? No, now? I would not. Good, because I don't remember it. Everything <laughs> I said was a complete lie. It was a fallacy. You ever heard one of those like goat scream? You know, those like screaming goats. Yeah, it was like that. It was, Close pretty, to it. it was pretty similar, except a little more hollow and dead inside. Yeah, and speaking of hollow and dead inside, that's what the Blues net was after Bo Horvat <laughs> scored. 5.55 into overtime. Well done. Broke free from Tarasenko, losing the puck behind the net. Went to Jack, Jack Hughes, Quinn Hughes, the more talented Hughes. I mean, at this he point. finds Horvat behind the Blues defense with a stretch pass. Horvat stares Bennington down and shoots the puck five hole, beating him Queen. Woof. Yeah. Now the gloves are off, baby. Let's do it. So in that goal, too, Petrangelo is, like, down in oh, the zone for, like, yeah. a backdoor pass. But then when you watch him skating back away from that, so slow. Yeah. And the Gunnarsson's trying to cover for him. So when you finally see Horvat with the puck and they pan out a little bit, you see Petrangelo and Gunnarsson skating from the exact same spot on the ice to stop him. Like, that's not where you want both your defensemen to be. Behind the play, on the same side of the ice, that seems like why they have two positions for defense. Uh, Because they should be in two different spots. And it was unfortunate, and I think the Blues should stop Horvat and fuck the Blues for being all high and mighty when all these uh, different players, or all these different, uh, these reporters, excuse me, were like, what are you going to do to stop Horvat? I get it, they're kind of dumb questions, but also they're like, well, we're just going to try, you know, we just got to check them hard like we always do. It's like, yeah, well, you know what, you didn't do it, so maybe, like, <laughs> tell me what you're going to do right now, because you fucked, you fucked up, you lost him so many times, and you don't seem to be able to stop him, and the sad part is, like you said, he's he is a good player. He's not that good. Bo Horvat should not be burning you. And I'm really surprised that it's not Besser or Pedersen, which maybe means that we're doing a good job holding them together or holding yeah, them down. Great. But, but maybe that means Horvat's uh, matched up against some shit line that we have. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe it's against... I like Tyler Bozak. Maybe it's against the fucking Bozak line. <laughs> maybe fix that. Oh, my God. Well, good news is we will not have last change for the next two Yeah, games there you go. We don't have to worry about that. Uh, they can both uh, skate around unchecked. Here's the thing. I have so many thoughts. So many thoughts. They looked okay in this game a lot. They finished with 37 shots. That's good. Yeah, this they team, were the better team. This team does not have goal scorers. They have people who occasionally <laughs> score goals. And David Perron. David Perron, right now, much better goal scorer than Vladimir Tarasenko. Mm-hmm. Don't think it's that don't think that's true. Don't think that's a talent assessment. <laughs> but it's a factual assessment. I 
said earlier, I think. And I really do mean that if there was a way for them to tell us without telling us that, hey, we won the real cup last year, this is a bubble cup, one of our players just had to leave to go have a baby, our captain's going to have to leave in the, if we get anywhere to go have a baby, we just don't care that much. I'd kind of be fine with that. I really mm. would. You know what? I'm invested, but not really. I don't feel nearly as miserable right now as I would if it was a real playoffs and the boys were down two nothing yeah, in a one eight matchup. If they lose ostensibly yeah. a one eight matchup. If they lose this series and they get swept, I'll be a little concerned, but at the same time if we come back with essentially the same lineup more or less, I'm not gonna go, Oh no, what have we done? I'll be like, Yeah, okay. Yeah. Whatever. And now that you've said that and I completely agree with you, let me make my argument for gutting this team. <laughs> here's, the th- here's, here's what I legitimately believe, and, and maybe I won't believe this when I wake up tomorrow night and I haven't driven nine hours on four hours. <laughs> I'm glad you sleep. said that because, Stephen, your eyes are bonkers well, right now. I, I have an allergies, too, in this house that are like the demon. But, uh, yes, I'm sure they are. This team sucked last year. <laughs> And we've all forgotten it. And I, I get why we've forgotten it. Because they also won the Stanley Cup. We wear it like a badge of honor, Stephen. Oh, sure we do. And we should. It's a great story. It's an all-time great story. Should, movies should be made about it. But this team was the same <laughs> when they sucked last year. The differences are Chad Johnson became Jordan Bennington. Good move. And Joel Edmondson became... Justin Falk, meh move. And there's one Don't other Don't forget Marco Scandella. Marco Scandella came in. Somebody else dropped out. Jay Bowmeister. Wow, wow. Um, and that's it. That's the whole. That's the whole switch. So unless you think Marco Scandella, Justin Falk, and Jordan Bennington have made this team so much better than they were at the start of the 2018-19 season that they could never replicate that level of failure, which you shouldn't think. I got bad news for you. Sucky team capabilities. <laughs> I don't think they are a sucky team, but they can suck. They have the ability yeah, to suck so, so hard. That's the thing. Whenever people are like, haven't you seen this team's resiliency? I'm like, sometimes. sometimes. Yeah, for, for one magical run. And it was magical. And I will never ever have hard feelings towards any player on that team. Mm -hmm. I would buy Tyler Bozak a beer any day of the week, but I don't need Tyler Bozak to ever play for the Blues again Mm -hmm. at all. And I gotta say, I was really thinking, I was doing some soul-searching. This was before we'd even lost the game. There's, There's not many people on this team that I feel like, oh, no, 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 you gotta keep him. Robert Thomas... Probably Ryan O'Reilly. Probably Ryan O'Reilly. Yeah. That may be it. That may be it. And I know there are people out there thinking I'm crazy. I know there are a lot of Blues fans who are positive and they're more upbeat and they didn't leave Cranberry, Pennsylvania at 4.45 a.m. Central today. And I get that. And we warned you. You asked for this. But I just think... I'm not saying gut the team this offseason. I'm really not. But... But... I don't care if you do. Yeah, and I yeah. think, you know, I'll say this. If we get swept in this series, maybe don't re-sign Alex Petrangelo. Because if you're yeah. capable of getting swept in a playoff series, 
Maybe he's not that big a difference maker. I think you're saving yourself, obviously, money and like yeah. a little heartache and time from all of that if you don't want to. Yeah, I think I'm with you. I think they could do nothing and I would be, I think I'd be a little like, eh, but that's fine. And they could do a ton and change this team completely and I'd still be fine. They could change it. I suppose there's ways they could change it in fundamentally awful ways, but I don't think Doug Armstrong's going to do that. So it's sort of like, you know what? Up to you, buddy. Do whatever you like. Yeah. I believe in you. If you don't think Alex Petrangelo's going to be, you can't afford him, let him walk. But if you, you know, and if you don't think fucking Vince Dunn's worth the money, sure, trade his ass. That's fine because I, selfishly, they gave me what I wanted. I've got my cup. And there are, like you said, Robert Thomas, Ryan O'Reilly. I like Jaden Schwartz, even though I feel like I don't even know if this team's going to resign him or is going to keep him. In a year or whatever it is. Dude, you want to talk about inconsistency. Oh, yeah, Who yeah. Who is that player? <laughs> is he healthy? Is he injured? Is he good? Is he bad? Is he tenacious? Can he read? We don't know the answers to any of these questions. And it bothers me. <laughs> yeah, it's it's been a little annoying having to watch this team compared to a lot of other, I mean, the Canucks for one, but like other young, fast teams that are just like, man, Imagine being able to counterpunch a team straight in the mouth like they have with the Blues every time. Like, the Blues have played a decent game today, but every time they fucked up and made a mistake, it was in the back of their net, and it's like, wow, like, maybe not a fun, a consistent team to watch, if that's how you're playing, but it's a fun team. I just think of players like Patrice Bergeron, who is always perfect. Mm -hmm. He's so consistent, and Ryan O'Reilly is more or less are that player mm -hmm. where the skill level maybe isn't even elite, but they're just so polished all the time. You know, both guys were second round draft picks that debuted in their first year post draft. So a lot of similarities there, but this team, the blues have not had and don't currently have, and don't necessarily have any way to acquire an elite talent. You know, they don't have a Connor McDavid. They don't have a, a Sidney Crosby. They don't even, you know, they don't even have an Elias Pettersson or somebody of that ilk. Yeah. You know, I think our our most talented player, if he's really playing at his best, probably still is Vladimir Tarasenko. But you know what? I haven't seen his best in a long, long time. So I don't know if it's still in there anymore. And 3,000 shoulder surgeries later, maybe it's just not. Robert Thomas, I think, could be fantastic. But they're not creating space for Robert Thomas to play 20 minutes a night on this team. Mm -hmm. I don't know what your defense looks like. It's kind of a weird Frankenstein. If you're keeping Petrangelo, great. It's still a strong asset. But maybe you don't keep Petrangelo. I just, I don't get it. But also, like... I don't think you can draw any conclusion from what, regardless of the outcome of this bubble. You know, if we rally and win this series, if we rally and win the cup, if we lose in four games, I don't think you can be like, well, team's over, or well, Bennington's terrible, or well, anything, because it's too weird. You're seeing it's too weird. The Islanders are up 2 nothing on the Capitals. I know we're going to talk about some of this for a bit in a minute here, but... You know, the Canadians beat the Flyers 4 to nothing today. Yeah. You know, I mean, weird stuff's happening. The Canadians beat the Penguins in a series in three of, one three of four games. 
I don't know. I, I just, there is a part of me that's like, eh, blow it up. I don't care. Because I don't think this team can manufacture the magic of last year. It's not a team that has that star player that's going to guarantee, like, okay, they're in every game. If it was just the magic, if, if it was just the Gloria and the comeback and the new berubiness of it all and all of that, then it was the greatest two or three months, mm-hmm. you know, some of the greatest two or three <laughs> months of our lives, and it was fantastic, and that's great, and I'll always love all those players. I'm not saying I'm right. Maybe this core stays together next year, they win another cup. And maybe three years after that, it's a largely the same core and they won one last cup. I don't know. But I'm just saying, like, right now, doesn't look to me like a Sidney Crosby type of dynasty, even though I know Sidney Crosby's dynasty laid an egg this year, too, in this postseason. It just, I don't know how many, I don't, I don't know how a team cannot care. I do, and I don't. I do know how you could not care in a bubble. And if it was isolated to that, if they'd ever looked like they don't care at other times, if they had never looked like they don't care at other times, then great. Mm-hmm. But they frustrate me. I've been ranting a lot. You talk. <laughs> you think the Blues win Game Three? Yeah, probably. <laughs> I feel like. I mean, I feel like they gotta. Be, I mean, they gotta. Obviously, well, they gotta, when yeah. people are like, but it's gonna bug the shit. I mean, we I, already talked about is if they win, if they lose Game Three, and you go, well, series <laughs> over because it is. And people are like, well, technically, there's another game to play, and you never know. I'm like, no, we do know. Like, you have to win the next game yeah. because that's the only way you make it a series. 3 Would could this team come back 3-0? Sure, but you know who says that? Every team done 3-0. Yeah. They're like, well, you never know. No, you, know. you never know. Possible, yes. Probable, not. So, And they played... They lost, but they played okay as the game went along and got to their game in this game. So I'd like to think... That they play well next game. I really genuinely believe they will do the thing of... Oh, Allen's playing Allen next game. starts, because it's a back-to-back. That's how they'll justify that. Yeah. Uh, Allen will play. And I believe completely that they will trap and push to the outside and play just a much stouter defensive game and win a little 2 to nothing number or something mm-hmm. where the Canucks get like 18 shots. Mm-hmm. And people say Jake Allen's the hero when he really didn't do anything. He, Jordan Pennington has not looked good. He's looked very bad. Mm-hmm. But it's not been all his fault. Mm-hmm. And this is the kind of stuff, I know this is the kind of stuff that Jake Allen supporters would call me on if I said, you gotta do better than that, Jake. On that last goal, Jake Allen supporters would have said, what's he supposed to do? Where's Petrangelo? Where's the defense? And they wouldn't have been totally wrong. Mm-hmm. But I would just like them to extend the same courtesy to the goalie that's actually won this team a Stanley Cup instead of managing to get them past the Minnesota Wild that one time six years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, Jordan Bennington has not looked good, but I'm also of the mind that if you think Jordan Bennington is like, the problem with this team right now. Woof. Yeah, can I be on it? Like, that, whatever, we're just two dudes of the podcast, but it seems kind of like, I don't know, feels very lazy analytics. We're just like, he didn't look good on that goal, so I think that's it, he's out. And it's like, because you're allowed to change that player, you obviously can't sit Jaden Schwartz, again, a fine player, I'm just picking a name out of a hat. So it's like, well, we can flip the goalie around, but it's like, 
yeah, but also maybe have some, I don't know, maybe I just don't give a shit about this series as much as other people. I'm like, I figured just Ryan Bennington and be like, hey, be better, buddy. And the whole team be better and we'll see how it goes. And it's yeah. like, no, we throw Alan in there. Well, and, that, and again, that's fine. But like, what, I don't know, what happens if we play the same, Alan gets lit up again. And we're going to go, well, we got to go, we got to go with Alan again on Monday. Because Bennington had two bad games, Alan had one bad game. So, and it's like, okay, you're going to do that. I just don't. I personally don't like the goalie carousel, and it's just like just put in the. It is. Just put in the player you think's gonna work. It is lazy analysis because it's the easiest thing in the world to say. Must be the goalie because mm-hmm. he's one player, and the other players are twenty players. Yeah, whenever a goal, whenever a goal is scored, you can always say, "Well, maybe the goalie should have." Yeah, and that's fine, but. You know, sometimes I think they say, well, you got to switch to Jake because that's easier than coping with the fact that the whole team's been pretty pathetic mm-hmm. over six games. But it's a wake-up call. It's like when you pull well, it. It's like when you flip goalies. Wake-up I know. Calls. I do think I that. Mean, I'm like, listen, if that's what you need, then you're kind listen, of fucked. You want a wake-up call? Sit freaking Vladimir Tarasenko. They're not gonna. Mm-hmm. But you should. If you want a wake-up call, put Jordan Cairo in. He hasn't looked worse, you know? Hmm. That's the thing that bothers me, too, where it's like, well, Jake Allen looked really good in his one bubble game. Okay? He played one pretend game a week and a half ago. You really want him to start again? Fine. Whatever. But I'm, I'm fine putting him in. I'm fine. I'm fine I don't if he care. Wins. It's just, think... just going to be more annoying for, like, <laughs> we got to keep him, Stephen. We can't trade him. We need, <laughs> we need the consummate backup. What we learned last year in Jake Allen is the best teammate. <laughs> he tried to emulate other goalies this for this team. franchise doesn't deserve a good goaltender. They wouldn't know what to do if they got a Henrik Lundqvist or an Igor Shesterkin or, you know, a truly an Andre Vasilevsky, like a truly elite goaltender. Our fan base would not know what to do. They'd still be trying to push For, Chad Johnson since, in there. Come on, he's just got to play some games. He needs experience. Since time immemorial, Blues fans have done two things. They've drunk beer and they've complained about goaltending. We help... Let's not pretend Blues fans didn't help chase Curtis Joseph out of the city. I'm not saying it wasn't the management. I'm not saying it wasn't Mike Keenan, although was he there yet? No, it probably wasn't. I can't like remember. Anyway, whoever it was, this team does not support their goalies. We turned on Yaroslava Locke, and then Brian Elliott was here, and we loved him. We do weird things, too, where we're like, this guy sucks, but he's okay. <laughs> Let's support him. And I love Brian Elliott. He was incredible here. We talk rave about his numbers all the time, but yeah. why is that the one guy who got unqualified support? It's just baffling to me. And fine, put in Jake Allen. I don't care. But what bothers me about it is just the laziness of it. Just the laziness of, well, that'll fix it. Put in Jake Allen, then it's all better. Bye-bye. Good night. Mm-hmm. Just get out of here with that. And get out of here with blaming Jordan Bennington for this game. When we couldn't find the twine four times on 37 shots. How many high danger chances One for six or seven on the power play. Top, probably like six. That'd be my guess. Six. Uh, actually, I think, unfortunately, we did get a few. I'm looking six. At that. 
We got 11. At all strengths. Five on... Well, to be fair, seven of those were when Markstrom was completely out of his net in the overtime. At five on five, we had nine. I... Look, I really... Sitting here saying, with 100% sincerity, the Blues could absolutely win this series. You know, we texted each other, and we talked about how last year we recorded an episode every playoff game and how this year maybe we just wait until the second round and, and think about doing it then if, if the Blues made it that far. We could still be doing that this year. Mm-hmm. It could be done because, listen, the Canucks haven't won either of these games. They certainly didn't win tonight's game. We lost tonight's game. And as you mentioned earlier, that's kind of lazy. That's kind of lame to do. But when you look at the statistics, pretty true. Yeah, I always hate doing that, but it is kind of like... The Canucks did, they counterpunched them, they did well to score on their opportunities, but they didn't have nearly as many, obviously, from just looking at the shot totals. But also, like, they were just kind of there, and we just kind of, we made the mistakes for them to capitalize on. We don't make those mistakes, they don't score those goals, simple as that. It's like, we gave it to them, and hats off to them for scoring them, but if we didn't give them point A, they wouldn't get to point B. Mm-hmm. Um, our Corsi 4, just by the way, for some of these players, is bonkers would you like to know what jaden schwartz corsi four was this game sure 84 percent. seems right makes it sense incredible. makes sense uh alexander steen 22 oh but i mean i, I mean, you know that also makes Listen, sense that's another thing i need to talk about respect that man please you know who you are out there put some respect why are there some people that have a vendetta against alex steen i get it he's old he makes too much money like half of the athletes that have ever been paid contracts mm-hmm. beyond the age of 32. That sucks, but that dude is a franchise legend. Stop your personal vendettas against him. Thank you. This has been my TED Talk. The hotel in Pittsburgh had these the little do not disturb signs said, privacy please i'm watching ted talks because i guess marriott was like sponsored oh boy by and but all i could think was yes that's definitely what those privacy signs are designed to prevent <laughs> is housekeeping walking in on you watching a ted talk I'm watching a ted talk it just so happens that this guy ordered pizza <laughs> hey, and it was delivered oh, are, by... you, are you room service guy you would come and watch Brene brown with me you want to learn about the power of vulnerability together? Because I'm feeling pretty vulnerable. <laughs> this TED Talk is about how missionary is the best position. <laughs> you know, Stephen, missionary is the best position because then the devil cannot sneak up on <laughs> that's you. True, that's correct. You're looking both ways. Uh, <laughs> um, the beast with two backs, as Shakespeare called it. <laughs> Wow, he had a way with words, we didn't he? He sure did. Old Bill. Uh, we talked about the Horvat goal, right? We covered that. Yeah, this yeah. team sucks! Or they could not! They're good, like, they're... Uh, I just don't know. I feel like and if I, they committed, that seems really lazy, I understand, like, because I'm sure they're committed. It's true, we saw last but year, if they, they're not committed. If they looked at all each other and I said, let's play... Our hardest. I think they'd roll over this if team. If anyone in on this team looked me in the eye and said they truly cared about this series and this these playoffs, 
I would think they were the greatest liar in the history of the world. <laughs> because they clearly don't. And that's fine because maybe the Bruins don't. Maybe the Penguins didn't. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's fine. Maybe the Capitals don't. You know, like maybe that's just, maybe these just are the wacky, wonderful Stanley Cup playoffs and it's going to be like a Hurricanes Golden Knights final. And I'm here for it. Mm. I'm all here for that. But. Get out of here, then, and just let me be, and let me hate this team for <laughs> Let me be me. Blues. Oh, God. But, Ian, you know who never disappoints me? Who's that? The Toronto Maple Leafs by sucking. Mm-hmm. When we last spoke to this audience, had they won the comeback game? Ooh, no, because no. my computer broke that night, so it must have been after we last recorded. So let's discuss briefly, even though it's not in the notes, that and... Alexi Lafreniere. Mm-hmm. The Toronto Maple Leafs are a delight. They truly are. I hate that franchise so much, Ian. Let me tell you how my last, whatever that was, Friday night? I think it was Friday night went down. The Toronto Maple Leafs were down three goals to the Columbus Blue Jackets. And I was excited because screw that team. And Steve Dangle is better when he's angry. I'm sorry, but it is true. And Adam Wilde doesn't deserve happiness. So, <laughs> so uh, he does. He's a, I'm sure he's a good guy. He's a good guy. He has terrible hockey takes. He's, he's a father. That's, That's someone's true. daddy. Well, oh, don't you, don't you do it to me. It's my daddy. Oh, I'll kill you. Um, the Maple Leafs came back, one in a million comeback in the final five minutes, and won that game in overtime with an Austin Matthews goal after I flamed Austin Matthews on Twitter for never delivering, because Kendall Coyne or whoever was in the studio said something about, that's a guy that loves to step up and deliver in the big moments, and I said on Twitter, win because when has he ever but he did that night and then they lost three to nothing on sunday i saw the best take was like the comeback was one in a million kind of like you said so did you really think it was gonna be a one in a million shot again that they win an elimination (laughs) game because no it wasn't they wasted their chance the post on the john Tavares empty netter was one in a million i feel like it's like we said last time they got the bear trap they stepped right over it and fell right into the pit They were so happy about the bear trap. And then the beautiful thing on top of all of it was when their ball, did you see yeah, yeah. the footage? Their ball for the lottery like went all the way up into the tube, just the tip, just for a second. And then like, it that still counts, Steven. Bounced out and the New York Rangers ball was selected and the rebuild is complete. Alexi Lafreniere is there and that team is the team that I am going to take in twenty in NHL twenty one and pretend is still a rebuild project, but they ain't. I'm just gonna trade like Brady just a Shea. Couple plays. Yeah, oh, a couple I can't things. Do She's that. already gone. I'm gonna trade. I don't even know. Mark Stahl. Mark Stahl, get the out of here. I mean, honestly, though, in reality, yeah, you don't belong here anymore. Do you ever see? <coughs> bless no. you, Ryan McDonough you. on the Tampa Bay Lightning and have a crystallizing experience like I do every time that Ryan McDonough is a person. <laughs> because I did that when it was him and Dan Girardi both down there, and I was like, "Didn't you poach two <laughs> Flyers defensemen?" Like, 
a millennia ago too where you're like we'll take the pair and it was like you did the same thing with the rangers i don't know why these teams are helping uh fucking tampa isn't it weird though like does this happen to you for other players when ryan mcdonald to me as a new york ranger had an identity he was the new york rangers yeah. defenseman he was their cornerstone piece he went to tampa bay he's a nobody he's a non-entity yeah, yeah, yeah. to me are there other players like that? I'm sure there are. I don't know if I can name them because specifically for that reason. Um, in a sort, not quite the same way, but like Tyler Toffoli for me was like that's like the up and coming. That's a young uh, forward for LA, and they trade him Vancouver or whatever it was, traded him, and now I'm like, oh yeah, he's a forward there. He's a guy. Yeah, here's one, Max Pacioretty. Oh my God, isn't he? To me, he's like. 48 too oh, he's like crazy yeah. old heart and soul of the montreal canadians captain loved that their captain was yeah. an american always loved that now he's just a guy just a guy on a very good team and a good contributor on a good team just a dude the um who's the guy that nashville has now from minnesota um not for long Gra- granlin. granlin so granlin was like a 60 point center or he was for at least one season up there and i was like hey that's like the guy they're gonna replace some other guys with because he's younger than everybody else. Uh, and then he got traded to Nashville, and I'm like, oh, you're like a fourth liner, I but feel, not real. I feel like that'd be the weird uh, Doug Armstrong move is like trade Tyler Bozak and sign Mikhail Granlin for two milli. Does that sound like a thing, though, where people are like, Jaden Schwartz, that's like the first line forward for the Blues, and we trade Jaden Schwartz to fucking, even let's just say Carolina, and they're like, yeah, he's on the third line. He's one of our best third line left winger. Yeah. It's like, he's on your third line? <laughs> And they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. Sometimes I forget he's there, and I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. It does Vinny, Vinny like Trocek, that. that's a more recent one. But oh, yeah. man, I love Vinny Trocek. I don't know if he's good anymore, but I loved him. He's banged up. Let us talk about these playoff series. But no, real quick, on the Rangers. Yeah. Holy crap. One Capocacco. I mean, they don't have any centers. That, mm. that could be a drawback here. But Capo Caco, Alexi Lafreniere, Timmy Panarin, the best wing talent. Zabana Jed, they got Zabana On the earth. Is he a center? Yeah, I believe so. I think he's got to be. Yeah, they got to have somebody play center. <laughs> um, he's a center now, whether he wants to be or not. And so is Henrik Lundqvist. Uh, Igor Shostorkin, maybe one of the best goalies in the NHL in a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Adam Fox, everybody knows I love Adam Fox. I'm a big fan of Adam Fox. I'm hot to trot for Adam Fox. Well, that's an easy goal song. I put song. socks on Fox, and I'm hot to trot for Adam Fox. What does the fox say? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think they should have that part, though. No, they just that. Just e- 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 yeah, exactly. yeah, just that part. Yep, yep. So, you know, the fucking uh, 50-year-old man in this crowd. Good team. And you know what? Good team. Even better person. I don't, I don't know if I want to go through all the teams that got eliminated, but no. Minnesota is another team. I think we talked about this last week where I'm like, are they actually sneakily on the come up? They've got whatever his name, Caprizov coming over. Caprizov, yeah. Fiala maybe is... Yeah, you're right. I made a mistake. I made a mistake. He's a classic Minnesota wild where it's like, eh. The Minnesota Wild will not fool me anymore. I was fooled too many times throughout my entire college years in the last decade to be like, oh, I don't like that they're better than the Blues now. That's lame. And then I found out quickly every playoff season, oh, they're not. They're not. 
they're not. Even when they beat us, I was like, this team's not better than us. We're just awful. Yeah. You can't, you can't hurt me. I already hurt myself. That was true. Uh, Let us talk about the playoffs. The real playoffs. The playoffs? Uh, We made some predictions last week. Uh, Those series are... Oh, I've got another rant. I'm sorry. I feel like I'm talking a lot. but Too many rants. Yeah, people hate it. Keep um, it to a minute. I will. Vegas, Chicago Blackhawks. This series is all I ever need to point to for reasons that an expanded playoff is stupid. I don't want to... It's going to happen. I know it's going to happen. I know it's going to happen. You have half of they your league. I hear people... Honest to God, speak into a microphone and say they let just half the league into the playoffs. <laughs> and I just want to choke them. I just want to strangle them. Yeah, that's them. ridiculous. That's, those five-game series were fun, but also they sucked. Maybe, maybe these analysts who think these expanded playoffs are a great idea did not watch as much of the Edmonton-Chicago series as I did. Because those... Games sucked, and I get it's in a bubble, and you can't know, and there's a four-month layoff. I mean, it probably wouldn't be that bad again. But the Chicago Blackhawks are not a team that should be in the playoffs. And I know the counter-argument there is, well, but they beat the Edmonton Oilers. But the Edmonton Oilers were only a team that should be in the playoffs because, A, you allow 16 teams in the playoffs, which is already too many, and B... I don't know. Their division sucks. Their conference sucks. Well, it's like they're just in a thing where, kind of like the Blues right now, we aren't playing as well as we should. And yeah. Edmonton didn't either. And you're going to go, oh, well, that makes Chicago good. It's like, eh, just means Edmonton didn't show up, which, you know, hats off to Chicago. But it just so happens that they were the other team. I don't like it because every time I hear about, like, well, if we expand it, we're not going to do 24 teams. We'll just do, like... Um, what is it? We'll do like eight, we'll do the last two wild card spots will be the, what the plan is for is the most conservative thing I've heard. They go, you know what? Seven will play nine or sorry, eight will play nine, seven will play 10 and they'll do a, you know, best of five or three, yeah, or first to three sort of thing. And they're like, yeah, because that means they'll make that competitive for those spots. And I was like, have you never seen what March hockey is like do people not like it blows my mind it's literally it makes no sense to me that this league already goes out of its fucking way to create parody oh we got we got to toss loser points out to every team Uh to keep it close it is close the the blues didn't make the playoffs in 2018 by a point by one last game it was so goddamn close it was close for everybody it's close to the last week you can't make playoff predictions because it's sitting there last well this team could go here and this team could go there and that's great and that's fun and it's awesome so why the fuck would you then go so we're gonna let more ones in because it got it's gotta be closer we just need it to be closer. And I'm like, no, it doesn't. It doesn't fucking need to be closer. It already is. I don't understand. Like, they get a little more money. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> fuck capitalism. That's what I'm saying. Um, it's just, it's so annoying because that's all I hear. It's like, well, it involves more teams. I'm like, so does the loser point. That's all the fucking loser point does. Oh, you know what? Some teams are bad. Sorry. And you know what? Maybe the Blues are one of the them. Chicago I don't care. The Blackhawks are a garbage team. Paul Bissonette picked them to beat the Vegas Golden Knights in seven games. Yeah, well, and I just it has had a couple times. Yeah. 
That's They're, gotta be it. They don't, they don't, it's not good hockey. It's not fun to watch. The, I mean, for me, it's fun because I'm a Blues <laughs> fan. But nobody wants to tune in and watch Vegas dismantle the Blackhawks for four games. Yeah, like you're it's not, awful. They're that's not, what I mean. It's artificial. Corey Crawford is a shell of himself. That team has nobody. They've got a couple of good young players. They're all the same. They're all the same person. person. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, I'm just like, you have one person that you've drafted in the last 10 years, and their name is Patrick Kane 2.0, 2.3, 2.4, 2.5. They're just drafting the same person, same skeleton. It's remarkable. And so we both predicted Vegas would win this. I said five, you said six. I think you're I think closer to right. Think, it might be four. I think we both lost by prices right uh, rules, though. This is woof. Um Yeah, I just this next series, another example. I honestly thought the Coyotes had a shot not to win probably, but to make this a series. They've looked awful. They've mm. looked totally outmatched. And they should, because they're an eleven seed <laughs> and the Blackhawks or the the Avalanche are both by birthright and by play and right a two seed, and they're much better. Two is bigger than smaller than eleven, and so naturally the the Avalanche have won both of these series, allowing fourteen shots in game one, which isn't even their specialty. <laughs> And oh. you predicted five, I predicted seven. I think we're both going to be right about the team. Mm-hmm. But I think you'll be closer to right about the outcome. You just can't be a team that holds on to beating teams by just strict defensive structure only, like multiple series. It just so happens Nashville was like one of the lowest scoring teams in the league this year. So being a defensive team, uh, it's pretty easy to stop Nashville. They couldn't score on teams that sucked at defense. But now you're playing a team that's like one of the top five offense in the entire league, and you're not going to be able to do that again after whatever how many games you played, four games last round. It's just mm-hmm. not going to happen. No, not a chance. The Philadelphia Flyers play the Montreal Canadiens, and as we already mentioned, four to nothing win today. Guess what, Ian? Total anomaly. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. No. I would love. I would love. I like Philly. I really do. But I would love Montreal just like I guess we're coming for the cup. <laughs> like, just sort of like. That's crazy to me. I see that it could happen. Steven. Carter Fart. <laughs> yes, Carter Fart. But do they start Brian Elliott next game? Would that make sense to you? No! <laughs> no, it wouldn't. Correct. Because one is a good goaltender. Correct. I'm sorry. Yeah, Brian Elliott. <laughs> Brian Elliott circa I 2014. Think... I I legitimately do think that's probably like Philly's like, oh, whoops, and then they just went yeah, the rest probably, of the games. probably. But it just blew my mind. That I was like, five yeah, no, I was like, Ooh. no, it's bizarre for sure. <laughs> but I just it's think like that... if Montreal's beating them, they're beating them two one. Yeah. Um... <sighs> we both said Philly in five. I think that means we're right. I think that's you know they won yeah, the next I think three. We're both correct. The Dallas Stars play the Calgary Flames. I think they're are they currently, currently playing? Playing. Live scoring update. Let's check. Miro Heiskinen has seven goals. It is currently who do you think winnings by a score of one to nothing? Dallas. The third period. Second period. It is the Calgary Flames oh, on a goal by Mikhail Backlund. 
who I always thought was Mikhail Granlund. Um, this series is the one of the boring ones for me, I say. Even though, is, I, like, I just don't really care. Is Ben Bishop hurt? Or are they Emotionally. just choosing to start ATQ Dome? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think he was unfit to play for a game, so uh, I guess he's hurt in some fashion. Uh, um... I'm not a Calgary believer. Maybe I should be. I'm not really a Stars believer either. Yeah, that's what I mean. I feel like no, the winner of this series is not getting through the next no. round. And so I'm kind of like, eh. I chose Dallas in seven. You chose Calgary in six. Would you like to discuss that series further? No. Okay. <laughs> Go Sean Monahan. He's on my playoff pool. The Tampa Bay Lightning get their chance at redemption against the Columbus Blue Jackets. 2-9 series. You chose Tampa in seven. I chose Tampa in six. Come on, Columbus. The series Let me be is wrong. tied one to one. Do it again. I would love Columbus to be Tampa's boogeyman. I, I can't wait for John Cooper to be fired so that when we fire Craig Berube, we yes. can hire former Missouri River Riders coach or Bring whatever. Bring him home. John I'm Cooper, come in. I'm coming home. 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 He's got a mullet. <laughs> Actually, he'll just be dressed like uh, Diddy in the uh, All About the Benjamins video. He'll be like in the um, little, you know, the cylinder tube room. You know the room. Mm, 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 mm. Um, any case, John Cooper, future Blues coach. It won't be long. won't be soon before long. Uh, if Tampa, man, you talk about blowing it up. If you lose to the Columbus Blue Jackets again, do something. They're not going to... They've had the same team down there with a few added extra young people. Braden Point, How Anthony Sorelli. finding space for contracts? Do, do you remember when it was like, they have to move Tyler Johnson? Yeah. It'll happen this season. He's still there. there. They constantly just eat people up and they're like, I don't know. They're real tight against the cap. And they've been tight against the cap forever. <laughs> and they've had the same players for. Ever and they're very good. You've got Stamkos, you've got Kucherov, you've got fucking Hedman, you've got Braden all these Point. guys. But like Braden Point, yeah, Ryan McDonough. Well, not in the Are same. you gonna blow that up? They're not. not the they've guy. got Yanni Gord. He's been there since yeah. 2010. Not really two years ago, but feels like forever. Uh, Tyler Johnson, yeah. no longer JT Miller. They finally let him go. Kevin Shattenkirk. Oh my god! But just this the year, Pat Maroon. Just this year, Andre Vasilevsky. Mm-hmm. Curtis McElhaney. Who's their other? Sergachev. They got Sergachev. What a team. What a what a name. Blow it up. Yeah. Absolutely. Give me the. Give me some pieces. <laughs> Let's do it. What? What? I want Doug to do something. <laughs> I want like an Eric Johnson level trade. What if we just traded half the team for funsies? What if we give him Colin Branko? What do they give us back? Huh? Uh, ooh, ooh. I think you could get. I don't know, y- Yanni Gord and a first. Am I over? Am I over undersong if it's just one for one Pareko for Sorelli? Is that not good? Is that who's that good for? Is that I not good for like anybody? I feel like it's good for them, but I don't know Anthony Sorelli. Is he good? Is He's he supposedly Selkie caliber. Oh, then give him, give him. How many points he got? 
I don't know. Six. Six, but man, he stopped. He's fucking stopped a hundred points. Yeah, well, I mean, his point plus minus is a thousand. Um, but I mean, you're not going to get like Braden Point. Uh, would that we would that we were though. Anthony Sorelli had forty four points. Get off my jock, Anthony Sorelli. <laughs> He's also from Etobiaki, Ontario. Alex Kalorn, he's been on that team forever. Cedric Paquette, all these people. Remember when they had like a triplets line? Wasn't it Paquette and fucking Johnson and Kalorn? Yeah, I think so. Something like that. (laughs) None of those people even matter. Kucherov, Stamkos, Point, Hedman, Kalorn, 49 points. Sorelli, Palat. Palat was one of the triplets. Palat, sorry, yeah, not Paquette. Sergachev, Shattenkirk, Tyler Johnson, Yanni Gorpatmarin, Paquette, Carter yep. Verhage, Cernak, McDonough, Matthew Joseph could be somebody. Oh. Cameron Gounce. Would you believe it if I told you that Andre Vasilevsky had four points this season? I believe it. Highest um, scoring team in the league. They still have Corey Conacher in their organization. Remember that guy? No, 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 no. Remember when he was a ball fire? Wasn't for he a that day? what they traded Ben Bishop for? Didn't they get him back? Yeah, because he was an Ottawa, yeah. yeah. They traded him for Ben Bishop, I think. And then I guess he came back. <laughs> he played eleven games in sixteen, seventeen, thirty-six, and seventeen, eighteen, one last year and four this year. Ah, what a career. Real Jonathan Chichu. Remember when he was like a young superstar for a yeah. year? Would you believe that his highest career point total is 29 in 47 games? That was the what people were raving about? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Uh-huh. Maybe, maybe I was wrong. He had, with the Lightning, he had 24 points in 35 games, and they saw the writing on the wall, and they said, get this kid out of here. Jesus. He's from Burlington, Ontario, and he's burly, all right. We've talked too long, the Washington Capitals <laughs> and the New York Islanders. Who do you think actually wins the Tampa Bay Series now? You still think Tampa pulls it out? I said six, you said seven. Um, I think Tampa pulls it out, but I do think it'll be seven games. I yeah. think this is the classic Tampa wins, Columbus wins, Tampa wins, uh-huh. Columbus wins thing. Yeah, you're probably right. And it's an odd number. So Washington Tampa. Capitals are down to nothing. We both said they win in six. I got to tell you. Think it still happens. Oh really? I don't think so. I think Islanders are like I think in a lot of these series, maybe it's easy to say this with a two O, like the series are two O. Yeah, the old team's like, I don't know. And then the younger team that's never won one is like, This is our chance, is like, fuck you, and plows right through them. Yeah, I mean, I see that argument. I just really want Alex Ovechkin to go deeper because I need them. I, I can't lose that playoff pool, Ethan. Ian, and I'm going to. I'm going to mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, speaking of which, Jacob Slavin, I really could use to advance, and he's not gonna. The Boston Bruins have a one-to-one tie against Carolina. I call the sweep. I was feeling froggy. <laughs> it didn't happen. What do you think happens now? Uh, I still think Carolina uh, might win it. So I forget. Rod Brindamore was real pissed off about Mrazic covering a puck, and then they didn't blow it dead, uh-huh. and then they got poked at, and it went in, and it was a goal, and they fined him $25,000. Is it 25000 or is it 2000 
five hundred. Seems like they I go on the cheap side. Twenty five grand. Twenty five grand. God damn. Can you imagine saying words like out loud that are real, that are true, like the officiating on this league that I work in <laughs> is bullshit and they go, Give us your money. I'd be like, Huh? No. I said true shit. Yeah. It's for real. That's... that's bonkers to me. I get it if you're just like that ref fucking horse shit, I'm gonna come kill you and whatever. But if you're like, Yeah, I think the officiating was shit. That's bonkers to me that they're like, well, we have to find you now. It's like, maybe look into it. Or maybe, like, I don't know, maybe he's right. And so if you say anything, it could be completely right. Like, hand pass shit. You're like, they missed the hand pass. They shouldn't have missed the hand pass. I don't know where they were looking. It's blatant and it's right there. They probably, like, yo, dog, you can't say that. And I'd be like, yeah, I can. This seems like very weird. Like, you know, the emperor has no clothes, this stuff, where it's like, yeah, yeah, dog, I mean, that's, that's a real problem. We all see it. And they're like, no, 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 you can't say that. Verubi's reaction to the hand pass goal is obviously a big part of how we continued on with our momentum and won the cup and so I wouldn't change anything about it but the idea that if he had been just furious in that press conference mm-hmm. they would have been able to charge him money mm-hmm. is so insane that's what I mean I'm like I'm calling what happened crap because it was and they're like stop it you owe us money <laughs> Dougie Hamilton scored the game winner against his former team he can't, there aren't any museums within yeah. the bubble. He's not allowed to visit, so Top. he has to Virtual. pick out his rage. Virtual museums, yeah. virtual tours. Well, he needs them. He is uh, one of my top five non-blues players. I love I Dougie love, Hamilton. I, I, I'm a big fan of Dougie. I'm a big fan of Carolina. They're my team for the ship. They're the team I'm yeah. shipping for this, this ship. It's a fun series. It's a yeah, good series. great series. Redeem, redemption for their sweep last year, which they shouldn't have been swept. Mm-hmm. Now what happened there? Already got the one win, so you're off to a great start. Yeah, you've already overcome last year, like like that year, like that year where the Blues got to the second round and got swept to loss by Los Angeles, and then the next year they lost in six to Los Angeles in the first round, and Doug Armstrong was like, "So it's better." <laughs> it's like, Dougie, Dougie boy, I'm not sure I'm sold on you. I'm oh sure you're going to be gone in a couple of years. That, that was like eight the, years ago. That was the only time he was allowed to say that because we had been swept and this team yeah. was the year before still garbage. Uh-huh. So I was like, okay, you're right. We did make progress. <laughs> but also, maybe, literally just say we made progress instead of like, he literally was like, well, last time we got swept and this time it was six games. Like, don't say it like that. Yeah. yeah. Let's Douglas. Not, let's not pretend, Dougie. Uh, so those are the playoff matchups. Oh, uh, yeah, no, I said Carolina 4, you said 6, we already mentioned that. That's hockey. That's the bubble. It's back. That's us. It's Unfortunately. Back. True. Bad stuff. <laughs> bad, bad stuff. Any other thoughts? Just, you know, win game, win game 3. Don't I mean, let us down, Blues. I'm just I a guy. Do. I don't care at this point. I'm... I'm pretty indifferent to bubble hockey, I gotta be honest with you. I thought I could get there, and I did for moments. I wanted the team to win. I want the team to win. But, I don't I can't say I have 110%, you know? Mm. So, I don't know. How do you feel? Do you feel like the bubble hockey is legit? I do, but that's because we didn't have it for so long. So, like... Well, I don't, I'm not saying, I shouldn't say legit, but, like, do you feel like you're fully committed to it like you would be a normal season uh no i think it's always feels a little wonky and weird but Uh, i do think like it's still real one thing i noticed today i think it was during our game was there was a period where like i think it was after 
after the first the Horvat goal, but not immediately after, where they weren't pumping in any crowd noise at all. And I was like, well, this is never how any arena sounds. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's an adventure. And listen, as much as I said all that stuff, I fully believe this team could win for the next five. For the yeah, for the next five, I guess. Yeah. I don't think it's a great position to be in, but I think they could. They've done crazier things, you know? But, like, just maybe don't be this team anymore. <laughs> maybe be better next game. That would be my hope. That's my ambition. Anything else you'd like to add before we get out of here? Be best. Be best. The best around. That will not be our outro. I refuse, because it will be too happy. The best around, but the Stan Bush song, Transformers, you know? Oh, yeah. You know that song. You're the best around. You that's the same guy? Yeah, that's the same guy as you got the touch. Yeah, really? Yeah, I think so. Whoa. I think he just made crappy cartoon song movies. Hey, whoa! <laughs> Wonderfully crappy, but crappy. I don't like it. I don't like how you still said crappy. Uh, at least it wasn't T.O.T.O. Toto. Uh, but, you know, the 80s were great. The 80s. I don't believe it. We're great. I went to a kind of like medium upscale restaurant while I was in Pittsburgh for lunch with co-workers. And the entire playlist was 90s. And I was like, this is cool. But also, what's the vibe in here? <laughs> it was like trailer park dumpster trash, but at a $20 per menu item value. And I was like, okay, well, you know, that's a thing. So anyway, um... Anything else? Um, Greg Wyshynski says he'd say that there's a 20% chance that Islanders 95 Devils this tournament and a 60% chance that they 96 Panthers this tournament, which I believe 95 Devils means they boring their way to a cup uh-huh. or uh, 96 Panthers means that they somehow seem relevant and already get to the final and it's amazing they lose and then we never hear from the Islanders again. Yeah, that's um, right. But then he said flip the percentages now that they've beaten the Capitals and are up 2-0. So I think that means he thinks they're going to bore their way to a cup. Ah. So, fun time. Sorry, I was reading some tweets. Seems like an overreaction. But Blues we'll be best or don't be best. Yeah, just that's get, your call. get it over. <laughs> Which is what people are saying about this podcast at this point. We're sorry, we'll do so much better. But at least the table mm. don't squeak no more. Table. Have some hats. <laughs> Have a great night. Night. <laughs>